0: Hi everybody, my name is Landon, and this is episode 190 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ. Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas,
2: and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. A dedication to the man that Mm. could Mm. argue logically and effectively with half his brain tied behind his back. The lovable Fuzzball.
1: Fuzzball.
2: <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling the beat. Oh, yeah. irreplaceable Rush Limbaugh. In, uh, Rush, Rush, Rush. That's a song by, actually. So that song is actually, I meant to taper that off, is actually by uh, The Pretenders. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Off of the right. yep, off of the album "Learning to Crawl," and the name of the song is
0: "But Oh, you're pointing at me. Oh, I don't remember the. Name of the oh, come
2: name. on, music man. I come the, on. The <laughs> I mean, I know the Pretenders played
0: a song, but I don't remember the name of the song. My city was gone. My city. Okay, yes. And yes.
2: this is the 2007 remaster of it, but that's oh out wow. Out of the, out that of sounded the good. That out sounded of
0: the 60s. Good. Yeah, that is the 60s.
2: We lost an American icon, brother. We sure
0: did. Uh, we sure numbers. did. Very influ- influential. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of people paying their respects. A lot of people, you know, just praising him for the work he's done uh, in politics. Uh, uh, even to some degree, um, you know, in his uh, personal faith, you know? Yeah. So uh but yep. there's also the other side, brother. Just as many people were, you know, sending their condolences and just talking about him, there's also those that side that actually like the fact that he is he has passed away. Can you believe that?
2: Those people have no class.
0: It just,
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. brother. It's just horrible to say that about anybody. Yeah. Uh, i mean, look. I wouldn't say that about Nancy Pelosi. I wouldn't say that about Obama. I wouldn't say that about anybody, really. Right. I mean, it's uh, anyone passing into eternity is um, it, it's a difficult thing for the family. Mm-hmm. Sure. And anyone passing into an eternity that is without Christ, it's a, certainly a tragedy mm-hmm. for that individual and for that oh, yeah. family. But. Rush, um, I don't know if he was a believer. He might. He, he seemed to be. He seemed to talk He's, a lot about. Yeah, God. he
0: seemed to be. You yeah. know,
2: but I mean, he never really stated one way or the other. I know his brother is a devout Christian, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I believe Rush may have been as well. I mean, his principles is, came from Christianity, mm-hmm. um, and but, he mentioned a
0: lot of things that had to do with Christianity.
2: He as did. Well. He did. He was very reverent of Christianity, but i I've, I've never uh, heard
0: him do have. Spoken in deep, in you know, theological or doctrinal you know, I arguments never or anything did like either. that. So
2: he, he mainly he stayed, with, he stayed with the
0: political side of with things. With the political you know?
2: side of things, yeah. and that was his forte. And that, but that doesn't mean he didn't, didn't have faith in Christ. That's right. And here's the thing um, the contribution that he made to the world, mm-hmm. think about this, brother. Yeah, yeah. Is what we're doing now. Yes. He was the pioneer. Mm-hmm. Back when radio was a very tough medium to get into, Rush was able to break through that ceiling and and just blow it out of the water. Yeah, um, and think sure. about this, Paul Harvey came before Rush. Mm-hmm. And before Rush, Paul Harvey was the iconic American radio voice. Yeah. Right? and uh Paul, who people think who in the world would ever come along <laughs> and outdo Paul Harvey. I mean Paul Harvey was the he was Mr. Radio, right?
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: And then Rush came along and took it to another level. And he opened up the door for every other mm-hmm. talk show because he made it popular. He made it fun. Yeah. He made it worth 3 hours of your day to listen to rather than the FM, FM music. Yeah. Right? And he used to talk about how talk radio makes you more intelligent <laughs> and FM yeah, doesn't. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. But yeah, that's uh, true. but but uh, I mean he was stimulating conversation and thought and reasoning and and did a great job at it. His, mm-hmm. it was all about the pursuit of excellence with him. And I think yeah. that's a good lesson for us, to pursue excellence in whatever we do. But we are able to do what we are able to do today uh-huh. because of what Rush did then. Oh, yeah. And if mm-hmm. you think about it, why would podcasts be popular? It's because Rush popularized uh-huh. uh, talking oh, yeah. on the radio.
0: I mean, he's the godfather pretty much of, I mean... <sighs> There was more, a lot of radio personalities before him, but he's the one that put pretty much put put it on the map when He'd, it comes to syndication, not only in FM but AM as well. Right. So he, I, I
2: yeah,
0: Godfather of radio, pretty much. Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, every talk show host that came along his time period mm-hmm. thanked him. Yeah. Because right. they said he was the kingpin, and he yeah. really made it easier for them. Right. And, you know, the reason we have YouTube videos or bit shoot videos mm-hmm. or Rumble videos is because of his influence. People became interested in watching other people give their thoughts and opinions and talking about right. everything from politics to. Tidying up, <laughs> yeah, to, no,
0: exactly. <laughs> to uh,
2: being a minimalist and everything else, you know, and people doing uh, talking about their pets and stuff, and, and people are, <laughs> really, there's a lot of discourse going on with
0: yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then came along podcast. And who's really dominating? I don't know that anyone really is.
0: No, no, not, not to that degree, of course no. not.
2: <laughs> but here's the good news, mm-hmm. and even though we've lost someone like that, and in our lifetime, we've, there, I've seen a number of American icons pass off the scene, mm-hmm. um, there's always someone else that comes along. Yep. And there are some really great young voices out there oh, yeah. that are doing a great job. Uh, I think of uh, uh, the organization, um, that youth organization that uh, Charlie Kirk is mm-hmm. doing. Um,
0: what is in it here? I'll look it up yes, real quick. Yes,
2: and his podcast, and he does a great job on his podcast. Um, and those who are, um, the, uh, Turning Point USA. That's exactly and, what it is. And, Turning Point right, USA, mm-hmm. right? And uh, those who are involved with Turning Point USA and the podcasts that they do, just phenomenal. They do a great job. Yeah. And then there are a lot of great Christian podcasts out there as well. Uh, we talk about them from time to time on this mm-hmm. podcast. Oh yeah. And we're not in competition with anybody. We're we're gonna, we're just on a we're on the road along with them, going in the same direction, doing the same thing. And we're just traveling along the podcast freeway or internet, mm-hmm. same thing, depending on you're on the east or west coast yeah. together. And we're not tearing anybody down or building anybody up. We're just on the road with them and we all have our reasons for doing these podcasts and our goals. And I you know, we all owe a debt of gratitude to Rush and his influence. It has he, had, he changed the world yeah. it had a profound influence upon the world, and it still is having a prof- profound upon uh, influence upon the world, and I mm-hmm. believe it will far into the future. Yeah, most definitely. He will go down in history as one of the greats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think
0: there's respect, not only from, <laughs> obviously, his followers, his listeners, but also... Uh, his critics and his because I've heard some critics you just pay their respects the same thing you know they've said well you know don't disagree with his views or we but some of them had friendships with him right? you know they can just have a good dialogue he's, good debate you know and criticize right. with no disrespect on either side you know so he was uh, like you said he's influ- inf- from an influence standpoint
2: man it was huge he huge was he was very gracious to many yeah. people, even yeah. those who hated his guts. He was gracious with yeah. them. Yeah. You know, you could tell that from the callers, right? And right. There were, he never hung up on the caller. No, he was I mean, always gracious to them. It was
0: rare. I mean, of the times that I've listened to him, it's it's rare that I heard that he, <clears> you know got pretty aggressive with anybody, or, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he did. I mean, everybody I'm sure doesn't he have a great day, of, right? Or yeah. some, you know, not only that, some people that call in sometimes are not the best callers calling right. in, you know?
2: And sometimes, I'm sure he had levels of frustration. but sure. he always Definitely. he always tempered it, and he always used reason and, and good argumentation, and he was always kind and gracious to yeah. his callers. Well, that's why right. he's called the the lovable fuzzball. The yeah, lovable fuzzball. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Right. Yep. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Remember that?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do remember that.
2: Yeah. All well, right. right. So, well, since we're in that
0: uh, in news like that, brother, do you have uh, more stuff for us? Well,
2: you brought me you brought some news. news about some more people that were having some health problems that we we'll probably need to talk about for just a moment.
0: Yes. Uh, well. Start with your news. Remember, you're going to do from a secular news.
2: Uh, okay, we'll you want to
0: Christian, and I'll wanna... touch on the Christian because mainly they're believers. Okay, so that, you'll touch issue. on that when you get I'll to the i I'll touch on that to... when I get in the segment of uh, yeah, the Christian. Right. Lines.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, from the Epoch Times, yeah. at least 40 dead due to extreme weather in the U.S. And And here's the thing. When we're talking about renewable energy, uh-huh. um, I know that they're getting hit all along the East Coast. I have a daughter in Louisville, Kentucky. They're getting snowed in. Uh-huh. I have a daughter in North Carolina. They're getting snowed in. Well, they're getting snow. And of course, my brother and nephew, niece and... Sister in law are in Tennessee and they're getting heavy snow. He had he got on his tractor toy today. He's got many toys. Especially <laughs> boys and men, as the toys get more expensive when they when you become a man. Yeah. Uh, and was uh, grading his uh, driveway, to get the snow off of it. But apparently Texas was not quite that prepared for this uh, particular event. Global yeah. warming, bro.
0: That's all I got to
2: say. Well, I mean, it's but a lot of people are really, really getting hit hard in Texas. Badly, and, yes. And uh, I
0: mean, electricity shut off, right? Yeah, I mean, ne- they had no electricity. But then there's Renew- other issues, right?
2: Right. Well, renewable renewable energy, right? The uh-huh. solar panels are, have ice on them, so they're not functioning, and they won't function unless you have sun, and sun's blocked by the the clouds. Yeah. And apparently, the big windmills that they have out there, which we have here in Southern California, mm-hmm. that you know kill plenty of birds along the way, um, <laughs> you know, and, and leak oil every once in a while, create pools of oil, but you don't want to go swimming in them. <laughs> but they're good for the environment, right? But they're good for the environment, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, if you've been around, those things are huge, Oh, humongous. Yeah, yeah. and they froze up in Texas. So I don't know what kind of windmills they put in Texas. I've had people comment though. I'm in Wisconsin and they work out here, you know, and it gets really cold out there mm-hmm. I mean they get frozen up. But I guess Texas didn't expect sub-zero weather. <laughs> and no. uh Apparently, I guess the uh, the sun flares are dying down. As, you know, they they were really heavy for a while there, and people were concerned about the rays from the sun. Yeah. But the sun, I guess, has settled down, and we might be on a little bit of a more of a li- different elliptic or- orbit. And uh, so the weather's changing a few degrees and dropping, and it does it has done that throughout the history of the Earth. The mm-hmm. temperature has changed. Talk to a meteorologist not uh, some activist, and you'll get the true story That's concerning right. that kind of stuff. But people are, uh, there's a lot of flooding, uh, there's uh, videos coming out of Dallas and places yeah. like that, yeah. where people's houses are being flooded, their apartments, because snow starts to melt and it turns into water, yeah. right? And then uh, there was one where a roof caved in, somebody's roof caved in, and uh, just from the weight that was on the roof. Yeah, then uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's just, uh, so pray for those folks. They're they're going through some tough stuff. So, let's see. Some electricity has tr- been restored in Texas, but the yep. water woes grow out of, uh, this is Epoch Times, and it says, uh, blank screen. Okay, here we go. Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, it had to be Austin, didn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had to be
2: Austin. Power was restored to more homes and businesses Thursday in states, hit by a deadly blast of winter that overwhelmed the electrical grid and left millions shivering in the cold this week. But the crisis was far from over in parts of the South where many people still lack self-drinking water or safe drinking water. I can't read, brother. In Texas (laughs) on Tuesday, about 325,000 homes and businesses remained without power, down from 3 million a day earlier, though utility officials said limited rolling Blackouts were still possible. Well, all I can uh, say, I, d- I guess the polar bears are happy again in the Arctic. So, uh, you know, the Democrats determine, or, you know, or the, the progressives, <laughs> I shouldn't say Democrats, the progressives yeah. determine if the polar bears are happy or not. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so I guess they've determined the polar bears are happy now because there's well, all this winter weather coming through. Uh, Democrats released Biden's immigration bill with no public... Republican support. Uh, This is out of the Epoch Times, February the 18th, today, 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. President Biden signs a series of executive orders... More? Wow. He's really, <laughs> or up to what? <laughs> um, I don't know, 100? I don't, I don't know. Probably, over, yeah. He's 100. really good at this. I'm telling you. He's Man. <laughs> becoming an expert at the executive order signing. Yeah. I'm just, he's going to get his PhD in now. I'm just, I know he's working toward it. <laughs> at the Resolute desk in the Oval Office, just hours after his inauguration in Washington, on January 20th, 2021. Okay, this is the picture that's captured yeah, him yeah. with a big stack of executive orders on his desk. Democrats in Congress have formally introduced President Joe Biden's new immigration bill that proposes sweeping changes favoring millions of aliens, the kind that are from another country, folks, not the mm-hmm. kind that's from uh, the spaceships in the sky. Speaking of spaceships, did you see that flying saucer that they landed on Mars. (laughs) Yep. I looked at that thing, I go, geez, it looks like something out of a 1950s uh, alien invasion movie. Exactly. (laughs) It was pretty cool looking. It was. Anyway, back to the aliens. Uh, Changes uh, favoring millions of aliens uh, already in the country despite a lack of public support from the Republicans. And there goes the boom, folks. (laughs) Um, And uh, so... I'm sure somebody's going to object to the Epoch Times using the term alien. Oh, yeah. There, there's
0: somebody's already right now. But, saying, that, uh,
2: but the term simply means foreign. Somebody who's not yeah. indigenous to the area. Right. Uh, or not a citizen. The aggressive pro-immigration bill proposes an eight-year pathway to citizenship for about 11 million people living in the United States legally. Uh, so apparently the ones that are already here, that have been in the camps, mm-hmm. are being released. Because hmm. I, I, I was thinking, how do I, have you been down to see that wall, brother?
0: Uh, in passing, I
2: saw it. It's pretty impressive. <clears throat> it's it? very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one wall, and then there's the other, the gigantic one, boom. Yeah. I've been within like half a mile of it. Yeah, yeah, I've been pretty and, closer uh, to it. And uh, it's like, because when I used to drive out to Hakumba to go preach, uh-huh. uh, that, That's right. that place was like, you could literally, you're literally driving almost along. You're the literally side.
0: like, it, what, yards away yeah. from uh, the border? It's
2: probably a thousand yards away from yeah? From, yeah. From, from, from the fence. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking, I go, man, that thing's impressive. I, I kept thinking, how are these people getting across the border? They're yeah. not. It's the people inside the country already that they're releasing. So here's a quote: yeah. the U.S. Citizenship Act provides an earned path to citizenship. Earned? I don't know what they have to do to earn it, so we'll see. To citizenship for our nation's undocumented community, uh, with with they're not documented in uh-huh. their community. How about that, brother? With qualifying no. dreamers, that's what they said. I just read it. They just said that <laughs> with qualifying dreamers. <laughs> Yeah, so I sometimes have dreams at night. Am I a qualified dreamer? Sometimes I even remember my dreams from every. I was going to say, well, pit you, pit know, and, you know, if you still got, um, I'm just saying dreams that seem pretty real, you know. <laughs> and then they come up with an acronym. You know what the government's really good at? I found out when I went into the military. Hmm. Making acronyms.
0: Making They're acronyms. really good at acronyms. Well, bro, I work for the government, so I'll
2: tell you what the government thinks. Uh, they like acronyms a lot. I got, I got pulled into the... Uh, my first year on my second department uh-huh. that I worked for in law enforcement, I got pulled into the lieutenant's office. And I was thinking, uh-oh, what did I do wrong? I mean, <laughs> they by, completely bypassed the sergeant straight to the lieutenant, okay? <laughs> this is like the the second man up I mean yeah, he's like yeah. you he's went like, really high right <laughs> he, I mean in our little department he was one down from the chief <laughs> okay mm, mm. I'm like oh I must have really messed up <laughs> I go I go step into his office he goes Jeff have a seat and I grab the seat he goes close the door I close the door he goes I'm trying to think of an acronym for special operations team I go you got any ideas that's why he brought me into the office <laughs> Do you know what we came up with? What's that? Sport. Oh sport. The sp no kidding. Special police operations response team. (laughs) Sport. That was so fun just sitting there brainstorming with the lieutenant to come up with guess who ended up being on the sport team. We're part of the sport team. i was part of the sport team. The sport were we not SWAT team. A position we on the sport team. Yeah. Huh? We had to be different, you know. Everybody oh, else had a SWAT yeah. team. We had a sport team. So sport team. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, but TPS is the one that's in here. Okay. Temporary protected status. Mm. TPS. So well, remember that, folks. Temporary protected status. TPS. Get it right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I missed the word. TPS to temporary in parentheses, temporary Protected status holders. Oh, you holders, the holders okay. part. Huh? Can't forget <clears throat> the holders part. That's important. Comma <laughs> and essential frame workers. Oh, excuse me. Let me uh, get the A and the R switched back around. Essential farm workers <laughs> that, that feed America's uh, eligible for uh, that feed America eligible for green cards immediately. They're feeding them green cards? How was that written? Mm -hmm. And essential farm workers that feed America. No comma. Eligible for green cards immediately. Okay. So that was a quote by house speaker. A Nancy Mm -hmm. Pelosi said of the bill in a statement. We must honor this truth. I'll, I'll do it like maybe Lincoln would do it. Yeah, yeah. We must honor this truth. That immigrants are the constant reinvigoration of America, making America more American as they bring hopes, courage, and determination to secure our shores, hmm. she said, but not like that. I said it better than she would have said it. I'm just saying. You nailed it. <laughs> to, yeah, it. They make America more American? I don't know. I don't get it. All right, let's move on. Folks, you can just figure it out without yourself. So Australia facing vaccine rollout challenge. All right, you folks down under. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Uh, South Australian state parliament falls into minority government. Okay. Former Australian PM, Prime Minister, land blasts media law for entrenching. What's entrenching? Entrenching. Entrenching. I don't know. You know what entrenching is? Let's find out. Is entrenching or entrenching? Entrenching.
0: Like when you entrench upon something? Yeah. Like
2: I dig a trench and I go. Yeah. In, I go well, in. I go entrench. <laughs> entrenching. Usually that's. Uh, Usually it's uh, during wartime.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I'll well, give you a definition. Two. Uh,
2: intransitive
0: verb to provide with a trench, especially for the purpose of fortifying or defending. Intras- intransitive, intransitive verb to fix firmly or securely. An intra- intransitive verb again to dig or occupy a trench. Uh
2: huh. So take your pick. I think Daniel Webster would write it in a way it was more understandable. Yeah, yeah, but former Prime Minister Kevin Rude, <clears throat> Rudd, R U D D, claims impending media bargaining laws hmm. will entrench power of Rupert Murdoch's news empire. He's in the news in Australia, brother. Wow. Rupert Murdoch, yeah. Rudd, <clears throat> <clears throat> or Rudd, or whatever you pronounce his name, yeah, yeah. said Australian media was undergoing a Fox Newsization and was breeding climate change denialism. Ooh, that's—I guess that's, that's like a global crime. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you go to global prison for that global crime, right? And yep. encouraging far-right political extremism. Well, their Fox News must be better than ours then, because ours yeah, is really kind of fallen off off on the deep end there. The Murdoch <laughs> media empire has campaigned viciously against one side of politics, he said. So that's just uh, typical politics in Australia. Anything of any real significance? Coastal cities are cracking down on e bikes. Hmm. That's very significant, you. Need. I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very significant. E bikes. Coastal cities and e bikes. San Clemente. City, that's in California, that's folks. That's in California. City Council placed some restrictions on electric bikes, e bikes, with a few others to be considered during an upcoming meeting. They're canceling e bikes, brother. What in man, the, world? the cancel culture hit e bikes. Oh. Oh, man, I see them out here all the time. <laughs> the San Clemente Beach trial, they call it a trial. The San Clemente Beach Trial, that's how it's written, is a multimodal trail. Oh, excuse me, trail. Good night, I can't read tonight. Can we just start the whole thing over again? Seriously, huh? Yeah. The San Clemente <laughs> Beach Trail is a multi multimodal trail that previously allowed e-bikes and bikes to pass through. Public complaints prompted council February 16th to require all bikes to be walked along Mariposa Bridge. Mm. So people got really hypersensitive and and picked on the e-bikes. Been doing videos tonight, brother. My tongue is just tired. I see that. I see it. (laughs) The city's goal is to always provide a safe place for all recreation users. Isn't that the job of government, to be our nanny? Pretty much. Yeah. Just (laughs) take care of all of us. Just cuddle us like a little baby. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Recreation manager
2: Samantha Wiley told the Epoch Times Well, I don't want to hear more about that. My stomach's starting to get a little queasy there, brother. Uh, (laughs) Disneyland is in the news. Disneyland Disneyland vaccination site to become a drive through inoculation. Just drive up, boom, get it, go, brother. Yep, yep. Uh, Authorities in Tiajin order government workers to watch anti-U.S. TV show. (laughs) Where in the carnation is Tiajin? T-I-A-N-G-I-N. I have a world map right there on the wall, brother, and I look at it all the time. I don't think I've ever seen that country. I have no clue where it is. Uh, Authorities uh, in China's northeastern port city of Tianjin. That's because it's not a country.
0: Tijin, <laughs> Tijin, Tijin. So it's
2: in China. No wonder. <laughs> Issued a notice on February 14th requesting all government employees, agencies, and Communist Party members to watch a TV history series mm. with anti-U.S. overtones. Some China experts believe that this move is meant for government employees to prove their allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party. How about them apples? I wonder how long it's going to be required that we watch it as well. <laughs> as China continues to oh, take yeah. over the United States. All right. Let me go look at. Oh, that's right. NASA landed a rover. We got a rover on Mars. On Mars. Did you see Mm. that flying saucer that they sent to Mars? Oh yeah. I mean, something, huh? I expected that it ruined the whole thing when the parachute popped out. (laughs) Come on, man! That's a flying saucer. Isn't it supposed to like just come down and hover?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would think, right? (laughs) I just mean, just kind of glide. I and, mean,
2: even a 1950s science fiction movie could get that one right. <laughs> they had to use a doggone parachute to land that thing, but they did it successfully. That's the good news. And uh, so NASA's astrobiological rover, Perseverance, hmm. makes historic Mars landing, and it's a big one. It's supposed to be the biggest rover they've had up there, and a a. I think it was an elementary school age okay. yeah. kid um, who, when they interviewed him, said, Hello, science geeks. That was his introduction. <laughs> when he so um he won an essay among thousands of students mm. on naming the rover and came up with the name Perseverance.
0: Perseverance, that's, yeah, that's, that's Good.
2: Right. So another future astronaut on the horizon. DOJ changes legal position in Arizona voting case. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we have tomorrow, on the 19th, four cases going before the Supreme Court. That's right. And people say, oh, it's too late, it's too late. January 20th, 30 It's too late. You can't do it anymore. Because January 20th. Path is gone. January between gone, can't do nothing no more. Too late. just yeah. just accept your defeat. you gun. did You Trump yeah. supporters, just you know.
0: <laughs> even more now that they, you know, yeah. he now quit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, folks, that's <clears throat> not true. The Supreme Court can reverse an election even after the election, especially if it's been determined that the person in the office committed a felony, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was an and if it's been determined that there's there was a foreign incursion into our election it changes everything hmm. but four states are going up with five cases it's uh, was it Wisconsin Michigan Pennsylvania Pennsylvania and Georgia
0: I believe so, Is yeah. that right?
2: I'm pretty sure those are the four. So they're just going to decide if they're going to take the case. They're not going to decide the cases, but uh, right. we'll see what happens. I mean, it's the Supreme Court, after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, the courts don't like it. Like the question it. is,
0: are they going to hear them?
2: <laughs> Will they hear them? Because they don't like it involved in politics. You know, they really don't. And I don't blame them. They yeah, don't like right. getting involved in that. But we'll see what happens. So the, let's take a look at this one. Um, blank screen. Come on, blank screen. Come on, blank screen. Oh, come on. Give it to me. Give me the... It won't give me the article, brother. I guess it's uh-uh. not meant to be. No nah, Not meant to be. Trump not planning to try replace Irreplaceable Rush. Um, yeah, well... Uh, he's right. Rush was irreplaceable. I'm going to try that other one in just a moment. Uh, Hill Democrats set to bring back earmarks in 2022. Is this one going to come up or am I going to get a blank screen? I'm getting an awful lot of blank screen. so something's uh, shut down on my, on my yeah. iPad. Let me go to Populous Press real quick and see what's going on there, and then we'll move it over to your side. Oh, the, the internet is just coming back on. Uh, my internet's spotty. It jumps in and out. Let me see if I can go back and get that real quick. Maybe not. Oh, uh, that might take a moment. Oh, here we are. Uh, let's move down here to news. And down we go. Sorry, folks, for the delay. Uh, see if that comes up. So, DOJ changes legal position in the Arizona voting case. The Biden administration changed its position on an upcoming Supreme Court appeal dealing with Arizona's electoral integrity laws, mm-hmm. disavowing the previous administration's interpretation of anti discrimination provisions of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Although the Biden, Biden administration, my, my wife pronounces his name Bidden.
0: Bidden, yeah. She says, ah,
2: that Bidden. 'Cause every time she says gas prices here in California, uh huh, look at that. The gas prices are up to three hundred uh three dollars and whatever, you know, it's like yeah. three sixty five or something like and that. And somewhere is four. Is it yeah. Yeah. And uh and I said, Did that surprise you? And she looks at me and goes, Oh, it's that bidding. That Biden is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. She's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Although the Biden Administration won't present <laughs> oral arguments in the case or uh, update a friend of the court brief filed uh, by the Trump Administration it's signaled to the justices and the public that it's leaving the door open to adopting a more aggressive interpretation of the statute of, in the future. Mm. Section 2 of the law forbids... Voting practices that result in a denial or abridgment of the right to vote on account of race or color or language minority status and provides that such a result is established if a jurisdiction's political processes are not equally open to members of such a group in that they have less opportunity to participate in the political process and to elect representatives of their choice. That text must be construed in light of Section 2's constitutional context as an exercise of Congress's authority to enforce the 15th Amendment's ban on international discrimination and the Trump administration's brief filed last year stated. The filing comes as a as the litigants." prepared to present oral arguments to the Supreme Court in the case on March the 2nd. So that's another one March 2nd. So the Supreme Court is starting to take some of these cases. And so this is interesting. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's one of, uh, I I believe there'll be several avenues that could actually change the election, uh, even after the fact, folks. When it comes to this kind of thing, there is no statute of limitations on right. the election. Uh, people are confused on that, but surprised. Now, what if they
0: take on the case? What do you see happening? Give us a little bit of uh, if they took your on thoughts. the case. Yeah,
2: these are complicated cases, so mm-hmm. that it's it's really hard to predict. Uh, it, yeah. it would depend on what the the lawyers argue mm-hmm. you know, and how what the judges view. When, it, when these judges look at cases like these. They not only have to look at that particular case and how it affects that particular situation, they also have to look at how it affects uh, the situation in the future, Yeah. how it affects other cases, how it affects um, the Constitution, how it affects what Mm -hmm. could be a possibility in the future that could that this case could affect someone positively or negatively. There's a lot they have to look at. Now, you do have globalists on the Supreme Court, and they're not really uh, that beholden to the Constitution. Mm. They're more beholden to international law, to treaties, to UN agendas, like like when we did that UN agenda, the, uh, from right. a, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about one of them, and we'll do more of those. Uh, and and uh, what's called the uniform uh, corporate uh, law, or yeah, uh, you know, and so uh, because there is a corporation that runs America, it's called the Federal Reserve, and That's it's right. a, it's, That's it's right. a private business, mm-hmm. a private world bank that runs the United States, it runs a number of countries. And uh, they have a lot of power and influence, and they have power and influence with the Supreme Court. So it's hard to, because of all that, those things mixed in, it's really, really hard to, to say what the Supreme Court's going to do. Yeah, uh, You do have some originalist justices on okay. the Supreme Court, a few of them, that are not beholden to international law and all that. Mm-hmm. They really kind of stand against it. Right. And they're more toward the original Constitution as it was written. So you have a split in the Supreme Court on these cases, but I don't know which direction the split will go, yeah, given yeah. that Roberts, um, he, he tends to lean toward the left side, but he's unpredictable. Mm. And the other, other conservative justices, you never know, because it just they might see something in a case that they don't like. Because it could affect something in the future that's negative. And so mm. it gets very complicated. These argues these these lawyers that argue before the Supreme Court, they're extremely intelligent, most of them. Sometimes ones from California don't do so good. <laughs> but <laughs> that's maybe, and the reason is because the Department of Justice usually sends them. Right. But um but there are some very, very intelligent people that have argued before the Supreme Court. And, uh, you, I, like, you start reading her books, like, I got a book on that here that I've been reading. And, man, these cases get really complicated. Yeah, And, uh, yeah. and you have to be smart. So, I don't know. It could go – you can never predict it. It, goes, it could go either way. Uh, so, Pelosi speaking up for human rights in China is about honoring. Jeez, wow, really? Finally, somebody speak And China <laughs> has been involved in a lot of organ uh, transplants to where they're yeah. – you know they're just they're marketing organs organs and uh, right. they're really mistreating people in hospitals taking their organs when they don't there's nothing wrong with the organ uh, when they're still alive and they're giving it to the elite in mm-hmm. China so this is this is an example of elite versus the people in China yeah. and the people really getting the short end of the stick so Biden supports study on slavery reparations as House Democrats we'll do we'll end on this one. There's so much news you can't get through all of it, but this one looks very interesting. President Joe Biden back studying whether reparations should be paid to descendants of slaves. Mm-hmm. Now, how are they going to determine if they're descendants of slaves? But well, they're going to have to go through their ancestry. So it's going to have to be... So not everybody would get the reparations that are of color. And so would that cause aches? Would that cause problems? Yeah. You know? But um, he stated that on Wednesday as House Democrats held a hearing on a bill that would establish a panel to study the issue. White House Press Secretary Gene Pasaki told reporters in Washington that Biden would certainly support a study on reparations. And they're very good at doing studies. They do lots of studies. (laughs) Lots of them, yeah. And they have lots of discussions and lots. The, the good news is this might take forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, right? And they may not actually do anything after the study. Uh, and, but he says, while well, un- well, also understanding, we don't need, we don't, don't. It's, it's written this way, we don't, don't need double negative, uh, a study to take action right now on systematic racism. So there you yeah. go. Uh, social justice is raising its ugly head once again. But I'm going to leave it off there. We're going to burn up a that's lot of some time. great
0: stuff, and yeah.
2: continuing with that, I'm going to add one more to that
0: segment of yours you were talking about. Since you know we spoke about our opening was about a great influencer that passed away, and that's Rush. Go I got another type of influencer that recently passed away, <clears throat> but this influencer. <clears throat> Uh, influence people more on the pornography side of things. <laughs> so, the death of Larry Flint. I remember him. Do you remember that name? Yes. Porn
2: mogul he's and actually, hustler founder. He's from our generation.
0: Died at 78 yeah. years old. So,
2: and he's about to, be, well, he's already met his. Mother. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. That is not but
0: good uh, I, that we were talking about, you know, people passing away. Well, Larry Flynn passed away. You know, he was a hard, hardcore pornographer, uh, whose Supreme Court case, in I believe 1988, made him a free uh, free speech folk hero. You know, because he had a following. You know, again, influencer for the wrong thing, but. <laughs> Uh, and a little bit here says, admire him, despise him, or both. Flint left a singular mark on culture and politics. He was involved a lot, obviously, with culture and politics. Flint died on Wednesday morning in Los Angeles. He was 78 years old. This is from February the 10th. So about a week ago, brother. Uh, so just to give you some of his thoughts, uh, quoting here, pornography is really the purest form of art. That's what he called it. <laughs> Uh, obviously, known for his magazine and Hustler, and a lot of the newsletters promoting uh, his strip clubs and stuff like that. So, you know, he's meeting his maker, and,
2: uh, whew, bro. Man, two <laughs> things. The purest form of art
0: yes, nothing, in him, you
2: know? Nothing, dude, interesting choice of words. <laughs> There's nothing pure about it. And that, that, and yeah. that's the,
0: the clean stuff that I was able to at yeah. least, you know.
2: <laughs> and, and, and what is it men used to say? Oh, I buy it f- to read the articles. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard how many times have you heard that one? I buy it to read the articles, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh... <laughs> I would
0: respect you more if you say it. I bought it for the women in the picture yeah, yeah, and I read yeah, the yeah. articles. Okay. You know, I have more respect for you. So there like, oh, that- you
2: go. <laughs> So why is that article written across both pages, and why do you have it turned the the yeah, wrong way? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, why is that article in the middle
0: of you know? It's, it's like, like come on. What?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I, I believe that one. Like, I believe, oh, man, uh, the devil is uh, it has a base in Antarctica. Okay, that's yeah, right. That's, that's right. <laughs> Well,
0: anyway, so uh, I wanted to throw that one in there, you know, just, uh, so a little bit, of, let's get into some Christian <laughs> headlines. I mean, you know, and some of these are probably, you know, week or so old, but, uh, from the, uh, the evangelism world, uh, Frederick, Frederick Price, senior televangelist who built LA's fate, dome died from COVID-19 brother, you know, um, he, a lot of heresy, a lot of heresy there. He was a televangelist, you know. Believe that, uh, you know, love money. <laughs> uh, his view of Genesis and God, they were, I mean, heretical.
2: So, uh, but this man passed away. So, what you're telling me, it's been a very busy week at the Great White Throne Judgment.
0: It's been, it's, yeah, busy week, brother. Busy week. So, the Reverend Frederick Price, a prominent Los Angeles pastor who built one of the largest church buildings in the country, has died at 89 years old in uh, a quote here from, I believe, hers, his old. son. Yeah. Our father, our husband, father, and your apostle has gone to be with the Lord this evening, the Price family said in a statement posted on social media. We accept his decision to go as he got a glimpse of glory a few weeks ago, which, by the way, he believes that God does not decide when you die. You do. That's why that statement is made there. Just the, To give the, you a the picture, one about,
2: the same about he got a glimpse of glory, of yes.
0: One? Well, uh, no, right here, we accept his decision to go. Oh, as gosh. he got a glimpse so he of glory, if you he he decided he, he believed that we decide when we die, not God. That's that kind of give you an idea. Uh, so it says, We are sad, please allow us some time to process. He fought the good fight. A faith and laid hold of eternal life.
2: I don't think Pelagius even believed that. No. Uh uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> That's way out there. Uh, as far as
0: yeah, yeah, brother. Total, so, I
2: mean, total autonomous free will. Oh, and,
0: that great white throne. Yeah. yeah.
2: Man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really an insult to God to say something like that. Yeah. 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 But, uh,. It's always, like I've said at the beginning of the podcast, it's always sad. It's Most very sad far. when somebody passes in that situation. Yeah. And they've got to face God. I mean, that's, man. Yeah.
0: And and that's a reality, brother. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we're all going to face God. We're all going to die. We our, our death date is already set in stone. God set that up already. <laughs> right. right. So we're going to be before our maker. So. Yeah. You know, we we pray, we we ask for God's uh, grace and mercy towards us and towards anybody, basically. Because, but ultimately, he's the he's the judge. He, he's gonna you know judge uh, you know everyone. So, man, bro, like you said, it's a busy uh, <laughs> time at the White Throne. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, let's see another uh, prominent uh, Christian headline <laughs> here. I should say, uh, we got, do you remember, or does the name Carmen ring a bell to you,
2: brother? Yes, it does. Okay. Famous uh, musician. Uh,
0: That's Christian, right. Christian musician. That's yeah. right. Yep. So, uh, he uh, also has passed away. And uh, since <laughs> your legendary singer, Carmen, dies at, at 65, winning millions to Christ was greatest achievement. Um, he does come from a uh, um, uh, Armenian background, so his approach to evangelism is that type of approach from an Armenian standpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. great music. Uh, yes. There's there's quite a few songs that I really really like. He's very passionate, very passionate, mm-hmm. very good writer, and his videos were actually really cool, really good. Yeah. You know, songs like "The Champion," uh, "Great God," mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, to name a few, you know yeah. there were well made, well produced. He was a phenomenon when it came to music <laughs> and his writing. Uh, obviously, his doctrine and theology was a little bit more towards the Armenian side of things. You but, know? but
2: unlike the other, unlike the other, not heretical, not heretical. Yeah, he was um, most likely a true believer. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And. Um, so there, you know, there's that Calvin Arminian debate. Yeah, but um, you know, we were both Arminians before we were Calvinists. That's right. And we both were believers before that. You mm-hmm. know, so we were believers when we were Arminians. So that that's right. uh You know, that's that's okay as far as uh, the salvation goes. I mean, you. you can, I mean, there's. I know there's some. Calvinists and say, Oh, if you're Arminian, you're not saved. Some Arminians and say, Oh, if you're Calvinist, you're not saved. And that's simply not true.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just simply not true. Um, You just have a different understanding of the free will versus the sovereignty of God uh, uh, debate. I mean, those are tough, tough things to tackle in scripture. And uh, you come to a conclusion. But uh, God straightens it all out in the end. Amen. But uh, that doesn't mean that God hasn't transformed your heart and your soul. That's right. You know?
0: I mean, you know? and if we look at things, we all have error in our theology. We right. all do. Sure. You know,
2: And, there's, and, and error is one thing. Her- heresy is something completely different. Something completely different. different. That's, that's a, right. That's a different level. Yeah.
0: That's where yeah. when people, when men mm-hmm. plead to you in regards to you know, repenting of that heresy or, right. or confessing that sinfulness because of that heresy. Right. I mean, that's why you got passionate brothers and, and, and sisters in Christ, you know, basically, come on, bro, no, that's wrong, you know. Right. Uh, that's right. when you really want to go and, and share with them and, and love and <laughs> tell them, hey, bro, you need to repent or else, Right. you know, this is not good. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yep. yeah so this brother went to be with the lord and uh, just in a statement released on february the 16th a few days ago revealed that the entertainer died after fighting a series of complications resulting from a surgery to repair a hi- hi- hiatal hernia <clears throat> he was 65 he battled a lot of years with cancer he mm-hmm. was in remission of that i believe uh but the recent surgery caused a lot of internal bleeding
2: he's only five years older than me, brother. Sixty-five, bro. That's still young. You know, still young.
0: young. Yeah, that's that's pretty young. Pray for these brothers and for their families, you know. What? Loss is a loss. Obviously, uh, unfortunately, you know, the the ones that are not true believers, uh, we pray for the family, and we pray for, you know, God's grace and mercy towards them that they're living here and...
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of deaths this week. Yeah,
0: brother. So, uh, but don't mean to continue with the negative uh, the sad uh, picture here. So, I know that uh, we've spoken about Rabbi Rabbi Zacharias passing not too long ago. Yes, yes but I that brought along a controversy, a big time controversy, brother. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this, so. Uh, there was a report that was done, because obviously there was an internal mm-hmm. investigation for uh, Zechariah's ministry that he has. Um, and just to give you the title of uh, what some Christian leaders mm-hmm. thought of this report. And it says, criminal, sociopathic, sociopathic mm-hmm. satanic. So that's some of the... Sociopathic. Sociopathic. Thank yeah. you. I don't know what I was trying to read here. It's okay. Uh, My says, tongue's twisted,
2: too. Go yeah, I, I'm telling <laughs> you. It's,
0: it's contagious.
2: Yeah. I gave <laughs> it to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Christian leaders react to Rabbi Zechariah's sex abuse report. Uh, so, let me give you a little bit here. It says, After an independent investigation uncovered evidence of rape... Other acts of sexual abuse and numerous extramarital relationships carried out by late apologist Rabbi Zacharias, pastors and ministry leaders reacted with horror and dismay. This report pictures not a mere moral failure, but a pattern of predation that can only be described as criminal, sociopathic, and indeed satanic. Southern Baptist leader, your favorite, Russell Moore, wrote in a scathing op ed. <laughs>
2: I don't trust a whole lot of what Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. More than 50 people were interviewed, Mm -hmm. including more than a dozen massage therapists, for the 12 page report from the law firm Miller and Martin, commissioned by Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. Investigators uncovered text and email based relationships with women who were. not Zechariah's wife, along with more than 200 photos of women on his devices. It also found allegations of spiritual abuse, rape, and other sexual misdeeds. I won't go further, because it's a lot, brother. But, I wanted to get your thoughts from a Christian perspective. You know, obviously there's a lot of people that bought his materials, went to his conference, listened to him, and they were... Influenced by him, you know yes. they came to Christ, yes. you know his philosophical philosophical approach to doing ministry yeah um, you yeah. know a lot of atheists, he debated a lot of atheists and yeah now how
2: very intelligent,
0: very intelligent, how mm. do we approach this now uh, there there was where that he really did not have any um uh, I lost my train of thought here, but uh, accountability to anybody higher than him or that he belonged to a church or that he was a member of a church or that he had an elder board or board of whatever pastors that he was accountable to, which obviously can cause a lot of problems because once you, you know, approach or reach celebrity status within Christendom, that's dangerous, brother
2: yes so it is.
0: from uh mm-hmm. give it to me from a judgment standpoint as christians how do we judge b do we for those that you know love them and follow them do they take his books and throw them in the fireplace and burn them
2: oh my <laughs> or you take the good from the bad wow um, wow that, that, i that's mean a, it's a heavy question it is that's a very <laughs> very good question and a difficult question um, it's, obviously it's, it's very disappointing especially the fact that they actually have real evidence uh, the, the, on this, or the oh, yeah, pictures brother. on his devices yeah. like yeah. this is not just no, someone who hated him because he was a Christian so we're just going to make a bunch of false accusations mm-hmm. this was actual yeah. just to let you know folks this was actually determined to be uh, real so, um, and it's unfortunate. And he's not here to repent. He's not here to do any of that. He's already he passed away. His materials were good. I, I, I watched many of his lectures. I mm-hmm. thought they were just amazing. He was an amazingly yep. intelligent man. He made fantastic arguments for mm-hmm. Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoke of so eloquently of of um, sanctification living a, a life of purity before Christ and mm-hmm. so forth. And then we find this out. And mm-hmm. and, and I love your question concerning accountability. Mm-hmm. Because certainly I believe that plays into it. There is a truth there Amen. that uh sometimes we do believe our own press and that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> And if we don't have accountability, especially in a position like that, mm-hmm. your prime target for uh, evil spiritual forces—whether it be Satan, whether it be some other spiritual force—that you know, we don't know everything that's out there that influences right. us when it comes to that. And the Bible doesn't tell us everything. God didn't see fit to tell us everything. He just told us, this is what you better do (laughs) guard against it, right? (laughs) Right. Put on the helmet of salvation, and they talk about prayer and all of that. Uh, The breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness, that's
0: right.
2: But not having that accountability, I believe, is a big flaw. And I've I've often spoken of, uh, I don't know how, Pastors, how they, um, well, especially a parachurch organization Mm -hmm. where there's really even less accountability. Right. But even a church where there's just a single pastor trying to handle all of it without uh, a peer to help them out and to keep them accountable. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Many of them fall. And be, and I believe they set themselves up for a fall mm-hmm. because they lacked that accountability, right? <clears throat> and we're all capable of um, we're all capable of the most heinous acts, most definitely, even Christians. That's right. You know, in our flesh, <clears throat> Paul called himself the uh, chief of sinners in, in in Romans. Yeah, that's right. And yet, you read Romans seven, you kind of understand how that works. What's going on? We talked about the battle between the flesh and the spirit in Romans seven, and some we don't always win that battle. Yeah. And you know, you you begin to wonder if it, when he it goes to that level, it, was he really a believer? Because many believers can fake it. Right. You know, many people can fake being a believer. But, I mean, he took it, he was at such a level of his understanding that Mm -hmm. you begin to wonder, okay, maybe he just lost that battle in that area of And Nobody was there to, excuse me, nobody was there to keep him accountable. That's right. And so that's why you and I go to a church where there's multiple pastors. Oh yeah, not a senior pastor and under pastors. Mm-hmm. All, all the pastors are there's three of them in our church, and they keep each other accountable, and they're of the equal authority and equal uh, position. That's right in the church, and that seems to work because they do call each other out, and they do um, keep each other accountable, and they do cause each other to repent if necessary, and mm-hmm. they do you know i mean they they do that you know and they do advise each other and help each other and <clears throat> we're not meant to be an island we're not meant to stand alone in this battle it's it's too much for any one person any one individual mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we do when you do gain that celebrity status like that it is a it, you are setting yourself up for a fall when that happens yeah if you don't have that accountability i think you nailed it on the head when you said that because I think that is a very, very good point. And um, I would say um, that the single pastor model has caused a lot of damage in churches.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
2: Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and we need to be careful about that. Yeah. We have to all be accountable mm-hmm. to somebody. Otherwise, we're capable of, doing, like I said, doing the most heinous things yeah. in our flesh.
0: right. And see, a lot of people see him and then right away are, are, you know, not saying that judging is wrong, only when you do it wrong, that it's, you know, hypocritically without love, those things. Uh, But we tend to go, oh, I would never... And I mm-hmm. usually go, wait a minute, yes, we yeah, would. Not, not only would Probably
2: you, worse. Yeah. Not only would you once you say that, you probably will. You will. Exactly. Because exactly. you just said, I would never. Okay, you know what? You probably will. Yeah. Because.
0: Or you have and you're lying.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because you, notice the statement, I would never. Right. Which means I'm depending on me. Yeah. To keep me. From doing this mm-hmm. evil thing. Right. Rather than acknowledging that, yeah, I would, because I know my flesh, I know me, I know how wicked I am in my flesh, and I'm depending on God to keep me from doing these things. But mm-hmm. not only God, I'm also keep depending on my peers to keep me accountable. And that's how you avoid that. Yeah. And even with that, you still struggle. Almost oh, definitely. Most we definitely. all struggle. You know? Exactly,
0: and, and you just said it because I was <laughs> going to say it doesn't matter what position you're in. A MacArthur, uh, RC Sproul, you know, he's in, in the presence of the Lord now. But uh, you know, we we see them, and I think that's where we have to be careful as believers to draw that line between when we start to idolize a person a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Then, hey, he's just like me. Yes, he's. Done a lot of ministries, probably way better way better than us theologically when it comes sure. to explaining things and sure.
2: much more. Uh, but
0: they're they're like <sighs> us when it comes to our humanity. We're right. weak. We will fall. Right. But a lot of the difference with some of these brothers mm. is that they're accountable to others. Yes. So the fall won't be as heavy, as hard no. as one without having accountability. <sighs>
2: It's our job to pull our brother out of the mire.
0: That's right. Before
2: they get too deep in it, mm-hmm. and nobody was there to pull him out.
0: That's right. And I think that's one of the things that was pointed out that there was in he wasn't really he there was no accountability for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like he was, the he was the top dog. Top dog, yeah. And right. there was nobody under uh, above him. So yeah, I mean, this is why these things happen,
2: right? You know. Right. And what's amazing is that the. Uh, even the women that he abused didn't call him out on it. And I well, guess there was a sense of power there. Maybe sense that, of
0: power, but I yeah. believe also, and that's where the where we were reading that he was um, the abuse came in because uh, he threatened with lawsuits and things of that nature. See he payoffs. I believe there was payoffs in some in some.
2: You know, See, don' this is a this is an example mm-hmm. of how much damage someone can do to Christianity in the ministry. Yeah, when they don't step down. Yeah, at the appropriate time. That's right. Because as soon as he realized that this was he was doing this, he should have resigned. Mm-hmm. And submitted himself under the authority of a pastor or pastors in a church who would work on restoring him. Mm-hmm. And he probably, he should have gone to prison mm-hmm. with those type of things.
1: Yeah.
2: And here's the thing is that that does a whole lot of damage to Christianity. I've heard a number of videos over the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. Where people were talking about, you know, well, I'm, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start talking about how the religious people are such hypocrites because yeah. this type of stuff that we're talking about with Ravi, Ravi uh, Zacharias. They're right. so talking about the preachers that keep falling. And, and then, you know, <clears throat> that, that's hurtful. It's harmful to the church. Mm-hmm. And especially someone who's that high profile. We live in a day when you can become very high profile. That's right, and uh, you know, I mean, even back in the day, you know, before all of the medium that we have, uh-huh. it was kind of limited to a smaller community. Right now, it's worldwide. Oh yeah, worldwide. He he damaged uh, Christianity with that,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: now people can people tend to commit logical fallacies and blanket the entire pastoral uh, ministry. With something that a few have done, and they so all the pastors are accused of being hypocrites now. All Christians are accused of being hypocrites now, and so that that's actually a logical fallacy called the fallacy composition. Mm -hmm. But, 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 but people don't really. Think that deeply. I mean, a lot of them. I mean, they're just. Like, they see. I told you those Christians. That, that, oh yeah, right. You know. <laughs> or yeah, I'm a Christian. <clears throat> They'll
0: categorize us on the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a the, Christian, but
2: else. I'm a Christian, but those church going Christians. You know. <laughs> right. I mean, they do stuff like. That. And, and yeah. so you have to. You have to. You have to think a little bit further beyond that. So, and and just really kind of have a lo- lot more grace. And acknowledge, yep, we just took a bad hit, and we need to we need to do a lot of work to yeah. to restore
0: that. Yeah. Um, and this is the bit, the why and the reason why we need to continue to preach the gospel <laughs> because of things like this, right, right. brother? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we we don't uh, do we stop preaching the gospel? No, it doesn't no. mean we need the gospel more. No, we need to live the gospel more. Right, right. So,
2: and, and folks, please don't say. Well, yeah, but you're looking at a man and not Christ. No, I mean, you know what? That man was supposed to represent Christ. Yeah. We're ambassadors of Christ. And what the ambassador does reflects on their home country, right? Mm-hmm. And so what yeah. we do reflects on Christ. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, don't, don't be saying that, you yeah.
0: know. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and this is where us as Christians, maturity, wisdom, discernment comes into play. <clears throat> yes, how do we yeah. deal with this? And not only the pastors, you know, elders, how do they lead their congregations, you know, when right. he was such an influence in a lot of them, you know, a lot of people listen. Well, to him I think the
2: him. way to, to handle that is just acknowledge it yeah. and say, you know what? He did this. It was wrong. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge it was wrong. Uh, we're just as surprised and shocked as you guys are but we need to also all acknowledge that we're all capable of doing the same thing Amen. and that just Amen. means that we need to be even more diligent yeah to avoid these downfalls yeah because we are under spiritual attack all the time
0: it's uh, it's amazing. i love what that you mentioned that that we're all capable <laughs> of my wife and i always have conversations about if god did not regenerate us you know if he didn't pull us from the grave the type of sin that we would be involved in. Yeah. You know, and when you have conversations like that with your wife, you know, you, you pour out your heart because you're really like, man, you really see God's grace and mercy towards us. If not, pff, we'd be lost, and some of these things wouldn't even bug us. We right. were just, you know, dead in our sin, you know, and yeah. not caring about anything
2: else. Yeah, and as soon so, as we become self-righteous toward Him about this, yeah. uh, we're setting ourselves up for a fall.
0: Yeah. Amen. But yeah, yep. we're capable of about bad things. Yep. Yep. Let's continue on here, brother. Well, that yeah, was, you know, yeah. again, you said the white <laughs> throne is quite busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now, turning well. to uh, some other news where, uh, you know, we mm-hmm. need some prayer for some brothers out there, too, that, um, uh, you know, are in need of, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, health. And uh, so our brother Vody Bacham, you know, just recently... Um, uh, came out uh, saying that uh, he has heart failure, so he had travel. I guess he had uh, done a little tour in the United States, as he usually does every year, uh, part of his, uh, you know, his ministry. What he does, teaching, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said he believe at the end of that he started feeling. Just tired, and yeah, he said. I I, and I thought it was just a wear and tear, you know, just kind of tired of the traveling and all this. No, but he said shortness of breath, yeah, and just weak. You've experienced heart failure, obviously.
2: I had had a heart attack, so uh,
0: but it it Mm -hmm. got worse and worse. So. Worse to the point where he had to fly to the United States yeah. to get some care.
2: I know exactly what that feels like. So, uh, you I've know, been down that road. Yeah, you have, yeah. brother. You yeah. have.
0: So you know yeah. what what uh, that uh, <laughs> entails there. So, you know, pray for a brother, Bodie Bach. Um There is, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, he doesn't have uh, insurance. So they had uh, created a GoFundMe page where they were asking, I think it's a little over a million, you know, just for, you know, uh health care because he's gonna need it right. and man praise the lord right. you know god's people respond oh, sure i they think do. they they met that already oh i'm sure so praise the lord he's yeah. uh, i believe now he's at the mayo clinic in uh oh that's in florida
2: wonderful, wonderful. that's yeah. a great, great so
0: uh yeah. he's he's there now he it took some time to get there because of the traveling yeah. and he needed to feel better to be yeah. able to travel and Got stuck in Texas, I believe, in part of that uh, snowy oh, storm. Man.
2: Wow! In the airport. <laughs>
0: in the aer- yeah, a- oh, airport, in wow. a friend's, ha- I think, yeah. family. He stayed with family for a few days okay, before okay. he was able to tra- yeah, fly that's into. He's from-
2: well, he actually yeah, he's-, he's-, he's originally from LA.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, South yeah. South Central, yeah, South Central. Like, yeah, he grew yeah. up in yeah rough town, yeah, a rough town. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, we'll pr- definitely pray for him, and uh, he's one of the greats. I tell you, and he's he's done a great job for the. For the Christian faith, and he was pictured with a friend of ours. He He was.
0: He was pictured with a Uh, a good friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. pastor of ours at one point, you know.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Jeff
0: Stein. Uh, Jeff Stein. We became good friends. Yeah. They are both uh, mixed martial artists. Yeah. And uh, they've done, they're rolling that mat a few times together. So. Uh, we and give Jeff a shout started, out to brother
2: Jeff. Yeah. Started an organization for uh, wounded police officers. That's right. Called uh, uh, Officer Down, I think was the name of it, something like that. I think uh, it was Officer Down uh, Foundation. Uh, oh, Cover Now, uh, Cover, now. Cover, cover now. now, cover Now,
0: yeah, right. Cover Now Foundation.
2: Yeah, it's Cover Now Foundation. Yeah, Cover Now, which is a code that we use here in San Diego County. Uh, if you're in a fight and you're losing the fight, uh, um, you call Cover Now on the radio. And everybody comes running, and uh, so that's where that name came from and uh officer down is actually eleven ninety nine that's the code for here in southern in san diego area, mm-hmm. in san diego yeah 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 you're eleven ninety nine man it's it's serious oh okay you know but uh cover now you're you're in a fight and you need help but uh yeah cover now foundation and he's doing a phenomenal job with that i guess he's getting some good uh good support
0: almost oh, definitely that. they've been yeah, able to help a few officers that uh, yeah. <laughs> have uh, not you know were not able to go back to you know to their work, duties yeah. to work because of the well, injuries I've, and I've, loss and mm-hmm.
2: i've personally worked with officers that had to leave on medical i mean they were just two two in particular george anderson who was a sergeant with another department but i worked with him with my department for a while and mm. he, he went out on a back injury and then uh another one, Richard Farrell, who went out on a back injury and he wasn't that old. But mm. you know, I mean you get injured yeah. on the job I and mean, it's it's a yeah, rough job. It's a job. tough job. It's a tough job. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, bless those two brothers. Amen. You know. Amen. So uh, yeah, keep
0: uh Body in prayer, definitely, uh yeah. 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 and if you can uh you know, uh, help um, through donations, say I go to uh there's a GoFundMe page. If you go to his website, uh Body Bakum Ministries, it's it's Connected to that, uh, other news: uh, John MacArthur's men's conference postponed after threats from California officials. Brother, so the Shepherds Conference uh, for men in church leadership, uh, which was expected to draw about what, three thousand attendees. You've been there, you know, I you've seen been, it.
2: That's yeah, pretty. It's a it's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing to go to if you're. A right. pastor or or you work closely with your pastor. Yeah, Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's supposed to take mm-hmm. place next month in California, Sun Valley, California. Uh, it has been postponed due to ongoing litigation and threats from the state. It says right here, in light of our ongoing litigation and recent threats from the county of Los Angeles and the state of California, we have decided that the most prudent course of action at this time is to postpone the Shepherds Conference the church announced on the conference website and a social media platform on friday we will be posting the key health officers and county officials and requiring them to answer for their oppressive actions under oath and requesting all documents and information supporting their arbitrary attempts to restrict our religious liberty as a church Our church leadership remains firmly committed to the truth that Christ is the head of the church and we will not yield to government's infringement upon the biblical command to worship and gather together, the church continued. We intend to steadfastly defend this truth and obtain appropriate constitutional and legal protections and further relief from the court. So that battle continues, brother.
2: It amazes me that that's still an issue when the Supreme Court had already decided that case. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that, that you can gather indoors in church and, and worship.
0: Yeah, that you know? Gavin Newsom. He keeps going back and we need to uh, revise guidelines for indoor worship, you know.
2: see, It shows you that a globalist doesn't care what the Supreme Court says. Yeah. They don't care what a Constitution says. Mm-hmm. They're going. They have their own law. Yeah, and yeah. they do what their own law says. And it's you know we've discussed that in this co- podcast before. But, yes. Yeah. They're they're corporate America, whereas we are re- the, the Republic of America. They're they're right. from a tol- I mean, they're totally different. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like there's there, there there is two different Americas within this continental uh landmass that we want yeah, on. yeah and, for sure and it's uh that's an example of it right there
0: moving yeah. along my <laughs> brother so our president biden you know has called himself a catholic right a devout catholic right okay you know but he supports abortion lgbtq mlp you know all this stuff so an archbishop came out saying, Biden should stop calling himself a devout a devout Catholic while supporting abortion, the Archbishop uh, right. asserts.
2: Is that of New York, or what is
0: that? Uh, well, let's read here. <laughs> a leading Archbishop is calling on President Joe Biden to stop defining himself as a devout Christian because of his endorsement of abortion.
2: It doesn't, say, it doesn't say we're the... Arch- well, it Christian says here,
0: in can't... an interview with the Catholic World Report published Saturday, Archbishop Joseph F. Neyman spoke out on Biden's pro-choice views, asserting that abortion is contrary to Catholic moral teaching. The president should stop defining himself as devout Catholic and acknowledge that his view on abortion is contrary to Catholic moral teaching, he contended. Uh, Naaman, who is also the chairman of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Pro Life Activities, suggested that the president should say that he disagrees with his church over their view on abortion and that he was acting contrary to church teaching. <laughs> it doesn't give a uh, reference for where the, you know, the Archbishop is from. Uh, yeah.
2: That's okay. You got it, his name's in there. Um, you got more, brother, on that?
0: Uh, no, I think that's it. So, basically calling him out, brother.
2: Yeah, yeah. that, that seems to happen from time Oh, to Kansas time.
0: City. Kansas City, Kansas. In okay. precision he has held since 2005. Okay. That's so it.
2: where's Biden from? He's from northeast somewhere. Yeah. Connecticut? Is it Connecticut? Uh, well, let's look so, at that. I don't know. It's not from his area. It's, it's no, 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 no. Uh, Iowa? Is it Iowa? Oh, no, uh, he's originally from Iowa. I thought he was Connecticut. Massachusetts or Connecticut Maybe. or like that. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, huh, huh,
0: huh, huh. Anyway. Delaware.
2: De- well, I knew it was up in that area. Delaware. The States, Delaware. Yes, Delaware. That's We're both exactly. wrong.
0: We're both wrong. <laughs> so,
2: that's right, because he, he gave a speech uh, not long ago yeah. saying he'll always... He was born in
0: Pennsylvania, Scranton, Pennsylvania, but... He, he ran in Delaware, which that's where he was. Uh, his Part of his education was in the University of Delaware. Oh,
2: okay, yeah, so that's he, why. He did give a speech not too long ago saying he'll always keep Delaware in his heart. Yeah, so that, that's that, what that it was. That should have clicked into my head. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so yeah, and, and, it, and so it just goes to show you right. uh, he's a typical politician. He'll use, he'll play both sides. Yeah, and he'll of course. use. His Catholicism for one side uh-huh. and he'll use uh the popular uh progressive um ideology for the other side, you know yeah, yeah. and uh, they they jump <laughs> they jump across the fence they flip flop the right <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you know that's uh, whatever benefits them that's what they, you know, he might be he might uh, yeah. uh, uh, criticize abortion uh-huh. w- one moment and then uh Say, but we want to keep it legal in the next moment. M- next moment, you know. Right, and, right. And uh, and so it depends on. It's all about getting votes. It's all about playing the politician. And uh, so these people. <laughs> so that's an indication he doesn't mm-hmm. have a core. He doesn't have a core. Right. Uh, belief system that uh, really anchors him down.
1: Yeah. He
2: did which way way the wind blows. That's where he's going to go, and. Uh, so that just tells us who he is, and mm-hmm. you, you cannot be in an office like that right. without a core, because you, you're just going to get. Well, he's being controlled and he's being pushed around, and you know that. <laughs> I've read one recently where uh, the Communist Chinese Party uh-huh. uh, basically told Biden uh, what to do. They're bossing him around, telling him what to do, saying, yeah. "Okay, you don't cross this red line right here, Biden." Yeah. You, you don't cross this, okay? You got it. You know, the, kind of, try that with our previous president and see what happens. Right,
1: <laughs> right.
2: You know, but, but Biden takes it. You know, but so. It, by the way, if you want to learn about more about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all of mm. that, uh, go to my series on YouTube called "The Biden Files." Mm. Just look up the Biden Files, Jeff Jeff Claiborne yeah. Trail Thinker, and. Uh, it, there's a whole series there on, uh, there's four of them now, on uh, uh, their dealings with China and Ukraine and then a an Indian, uh, a, a, a Sioux tribe here in mm. the United States and how yeah. that Sioux tribe got uh, really ripped off, but uh, <laughs> it was sad what they did to them. But uh, anyway, go ahead, bro. And
0: <laughs> to cools out our segment here because we've been at it for a little bit now. Uh, one last one, brother, and I want you to get your thoughts on this one, too. <laughs> uh, so we got, you've heard of Max Locato, right, brother? Yes. So Max Locato apologizes for a 2004 sermon on homosexuality. I wounded people. Now, I have not heard this message. I haven't even looked for this match.
2: I didn't know he was even in a cage fight. He wounded people.
0: <laughs> he wounded people.
2: But, I apparently... Missed that, I missed that UFC You missed match. that UFC fight, Yeah, bro? I did. Man, he I got in that
0: cage in 2004. I would have paid to see that Beat some
2: people at this sermon. <laughs> yeah, was, I would have paid to see him fight in the UFC. <laughs> Man, nobody told me. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, see what happens? Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> I, I did hear from people that said, I've actually heard that message, and... <clears throat> There's really nothing to apologize for. If you stand on the truth of the word of God, proclaiming that homosexuality is a sin, and then we need to re- you need to repent from that sin, just like you need to repent from all the other sins, lying, stealing, adultery, blah blah blah, why are you apologizing for? So let me see what this article says here. Evangelical author and pastor Max Lucado is apologizing for comments he made in a 2004 sermon about homosexuality. Although he says he still believes in the traditional biblical understanding of marriage. Oh, believes in the traditional marriage, period. I forgot, there's a period
2: there. So he's saying he does believe in He does tradition. believe in that, yeah. Okay. He still
0: believes in that. Lucado, the teaching minister at Oak Hills Church in San Antonio, Texas. And the author of books that have sold more than 120 million copies, up to a whole lot of this, brother. That is. Penned a February 11 apologetic letter to the Washington National Cathedral, in which he said his 2004 sermon wounded people. Lucato, do you want me to read the letter?
2: I have no idea what he said in the sermon.
0: Yeah, that's what's going to make it a little tough. We can look into it and respond on our next podcast.
2: But, uh, I mean, of
0: what he says, he said, In 2004, I preached a sermon on the topic of same-sex marriage. I now see that in that sermon, I was disrespectful. He says in the letter, I was hurtful. I wounded people in ways that were devastating. He said in the letter. I should have done better. It grieves me that my words have hurt or been used to hurt the LGBTQ community. I apologize to you, and I ask forgiveness of Christ. Located in the letter does not specify which parts of the sermon trouble him. Uh, Episcopal News Service posted a copy of the letter. Faithful people may disagree about what the Bible says about homosexuality, but we agree that God's holy word must never be used as a weapon to wound others. That's interesting. He said in the letter, To be clear, I believe in the traditional biblical understanding of marriage, but I also believe in a God of unbounded grace and love. LGBTQ individuals and LGBTQ families must be respected and treated with love. They are beloved children of God, because they are made in the image and likeness of God. Over centuries, the church has harmed LGBTQ people and their families, just as the church has harmed people on issues of race, gender, divorce, addiction, and so many other
2: things. All right, that's, I've heard all of them yeah. here. Yeah, we, yeah.
0: yeah okay, yeah, you get the
2: picture. They're children of God.
0: Exactly, that's my first problem right there. Yes, we are created in God's image. Right that And makes, God has makes a us, benevolent love towards His right, creation,
2: and, and that makes, but are they? No, it makes us creation of God, not children of God. Right. You have to be a believer to be a child of God. You have to be what's called a born-again Christian or a, a person who has been regenerated. Amen. Someone who has repented of their sins and mm-hmm. believed on Christ to be Amen. a chil, child of God. You know, I don't know. That keeps being said. It's been said most of my life yeah. that way. And it's just fallacious. It's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And that and that letter sounds like a capitulation to the LGBT so-called community. Right. And capitulation, brother. That that word is worth at least ten bucks right there. I, I think so that's too. That's, that's yeah. That's, a good, that's huge, bro. I need to look it up. That's a. That's, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word right there, but capitulation. Be, but, if he's penning this
0: pen like that to the LGBTQ individual slash community, should he also be penning a pen to the adulterer, to the liar? You know what I'm getting, right? Should he
2: be then penning, pen, you know, penning letters to? Right, and 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 so we understand <laughs> what this is. Exactly, yeah. it's a very good point because we understand what this is. It's just. Another groveling Christian, groveling before the LGBT uh, cult, I would call it. Uh And the the social justice cult, I would call it. And and not standing on solid ground. I mean, it's it's a man-centered view in Mm -hmm. the letter, not a God-centered view. Yes. There's nothing in there about them... uh, Insulting and uh, being disobedient to, to a holy and righteous God. Mm-hmm. Nothing in that letter. Yeah, they're taking the upper hand over Max Lucado in that letter. Yeah, and they are kind of pushing him around. So yeah, I mean that's and and I mean that would be like the angels who mm-hmm. went in to get Lot in, in Sodom, uh, apologizing to the men who were at the door. Trying to get into Lot's house,
0: exactly,
2: and trying to have ungodly relations with those two angels, you know. I mean, it's the same thing. So, uh yeah. <clears throat> brother, I got to, I got to talk about one more person.
0: All right. The Tatum report. The Tatum report, mm-hmm. as in Officer Brandon, Brandon Tatum.
2: Tatum, yes.
0: Oh. Uh-oh. Now,
2: I have no problem with his materials on the Tatum Report. I have no problem with his political videos. Mm -hmm. I do have a problem with some of his theology. Yeah. Um, Oneness Pentecostal, I believe. It's a train wreck, bro. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) denies the Trinity. Yes. Denies the deity of Christ. So I'm going to take about uh, 10 minutes or so Mm -hmm. and just do a quick synopsis okay. on the deity of Christ. Do it, brother. So, in theology, it's called the hypostatic union. Mm-hmm. And all it means is that God, is that in the incarnation, mm-hmm. when Jesus Christ was born, he was fully God and fully man at the same time. Uh, and we know this from the scriptures. Now, the first place that we go to to see that he is God. We'll go to Revelation 1:8 and take a look at that and I'll just run through some scriptures. Okay, I'll and, and do good. a quick explanation of them because we're low on time. This is a statement by the by the resurrected Christ, by Christ being He's resurrected, he's coming in a vision mm-hmm. to John in the book of Revelation chapter 1 and he says this. I am alpha And Omega, the beginning and ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. That's a statement of deity by Jesus Christ, the Almighty. There's only one Almighty, and that is God. That's a reference to omnipotence, or all being all-powerful. Right,
0: that's right. Uh,
2: and so, there's only one that's omnipotent, and that is God. Amen. All right. So another another one. Uh, we'll go uh, to John chapter. Uh, let me find what I'm looking for. Let's go to John chapter twenty. John chapter twenty. That's the Gospel of John. <clears throat> and this is uh after his resurrection. And this is uh when he meets with one of the apostles. And we'll come over here. Oh jeez, I keep keeps jumping the axe. I've done my fifth page. It skips uh, two pages. Uh, Jesus, uh, in verse 15, said uh, uh, said unto the woman after his resurrection, Woman, why weepest thou whom thou, whom seekest thou? And she said, uh, she was supposing he was a gardener, said unto her, If thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which means teacher, uh, which is to say, Master, Jesus said unto her, "Touch me not, for I am not ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend to my Father and to your and your Father and to my God and your God.' And they'll use that to say, see, he wasn't God.' Mm-hmm. But that's not what he was saying. The, the the members of the Trinity call each other God. Mm-hmm. That's right, right. And and so you move further down. And you have Thomas, and he shows up on the scene later down in the chapter. And it says, After eight days, verse 26, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst of them, said, Peace be with you, or peace be unto you. And he said to Thomas, reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Mm. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. He did not rebuke Thomas for calling him God. He said, because you saw me, now you understand that I'm God. Now mm, you believe. That's right. Um, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. That's good. I'll go to another one. And this is not a, a, an exhaustive, but it's just a basic lesson on this. Um, at the uh, baptism of Christ... And at the baptism of Christ, uh, um, he shows up and uh, John the Baptist, asks John the Baptist to baptize him. I'm trying to find the, where it's located. And uh, when John the Baptist baptized him, it says this And John bear record saying, I saw the Spirit desc- descending from heaven like a dove. And it bowled upon him, Jesus, after the baptism. And that's in verse 32. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, and the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending, and remaining on him the same as he which uh, baptized with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God, Now, the Son of God doesn't mean He's not God. Mm -hmm. The Son of God is a term of deity. That's right. It just means that was His role in the Trinity of God. And uh, looking upon Jesus as He walks before, And then at, at the baptism also, we saw that the Holy Spirit descended upon Him as a dove. And the Father spoke unto Him and said... I You know, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. So the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit were all there at the baptism of Christ at the same time. So the idea of modalism where it talks about, and I believe that's the correct one, where he talks about uh, it, that God reveals himself in three different ways throughout history, and it's just one God, Yeah, uh, but not three persons. It's just one God revealing himself in three different ways, which is an ancient heresy um, that was refuted long ago, uh, that's refuted with the passage of, of Christ's baptism. Amen. And let's take a look at <clears throat> in John uh, chapter 1. Uh, it says this, And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, the same was in the beginning with God. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, so if he was in the Word in the beginning, that means he was pre his incarnation, he was God. Hmm. He was a member of the Trinity. Verse 14 says, which uh, uh, it says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we behold his glory, the glory is of, all, of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so that was his incarnation. So it says the Word was God, and the Word was with God. So the Word being with God is that the that the Word was with the Holy Spirit and with the Father. And the Word was God, which means He was the Word was also a member of that Trinity. So what makes the Trinity? Well, it, it's it's that those three persons of the one God. Share the same attributes, and that what that's what makes them one God, is the attributes. They're the only unique persons within all of creation that are eternal, that are omnipotent, omniscient, omniscient, that have all of those type of attributes, all powerful, all knowing, all, uh, you know, that all of the attributes that they have, immutable, all of that belongs only to those three persons of the one true God. And that's another proof of the Trinity. The word Trinity is not found in the Bible, but doesn't have to be. The principle is there. Amen. And then finally, the final question, that really, really kind of nails it down, is who rose Christ from the dead?
0: <laughs> that's my favorite, actually.
2: <laughs> I heard, I heard uh, <coughs> in a video... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Tatum saying that Christ didn't have the, even have the power to raise himself from the dead. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for Mr. Tatum, that is not true, okay? Yeah. And I say this out of love for, the, for Mr. Tatum because I have, a, I have a lot of respect for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying this to try to help him because his, his theology is a little bit off. Uh, so first off, it's all, a lot off, bro. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> You're, you're nice. Broad. Yeah, Thou should I'm being be nice. nice. <laughs> Thou should. Oh man, now you got me. is nice, really huh? messed up, brother. Okay, I can't. I can't <laughs> do. The, I can't do. The, I can't do the 11th commandment.
0: I, and we said so. that in love, right, bro? Yeah, we do. <laughs>
2: uh, the Holy Spirit rose Christ from the dead in Romans 8:11. Okay, and I'll go there in our beloved book of Romans. <clears throat> So the Holy Spirit, uh, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. So, so he rose Christ. Mm-hmm. The Father, God the Father rose Christ in 1 Thess- Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 10, and I have to take... Half an hour to find Thessalonians. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so, first Thessalonians, one ten. Maybe I wasn't joking. No.
0: Um,
2: so here we go. It says, "Your witnesses and God also, how holily and justly and unblamably we believe ourselves among you that believe." That's. I must. Maybe it's second Thessalonians. I think it is um, second. I may have gotten that wrong. Uh, when he shall come, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints, and be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. No, where, how did I mess that up? Okay, let's go. First Thessalonians two ten. We're gonna find it because it's too important. We are going to find mm-hmm. it. That's right. Uh, help me out, brother. I'm looking. Uh. Did I read the wrong one before? Oh, I was in two, not one. And to wait for his son from heaven. There it is. It is 110. I was reading 210, thinking it was 110.
0: Oh, okay. That, and to
2: wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. So that's the father raising the son, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. So I was right. Yeah. It's 1 Thessalonians yeah. 110.
0: You know where I was? I was in Timothy. <laughs>
2: I went to first Timothy. Brother, t- <laughs> we might as well just shut it down. Oh now, my just, goodness, yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. We both messed that one up. Okay, but one more, one more, and the, the one more is when I find it. Jeez, uh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Um, John two nineteen. John chapter 2, verse 19. And this is the clincher. Mm-hmm. You've loved this ever since I showed it to you. Oh, yeah. Beginning of verse 18. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou dost these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will rise it up. I will raise it up. I will raise it up. He said he'd resurrect himself. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was his temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? But he spake, he spake of the temple of his body, when therefore he was risen from the dead, and his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, that they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. There's the Trinity, right there. There it is, there it so is. That means Jesus. Was, anyone who raised him from the dead was God. That's right. So that means the Father, Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ were all mm-hmm. God. Three yeah. persons of one God. That's right. That's the Trinity.
0: That's like mic drop right there. He's gonna do it. <laughs> it that is awesome. Landed on carpet, but yeah, it landed on carpet. <laughs> so, anyway, and, yeah. not that I want to add anything cause I, I mean there's not really more to add to that. But I made yep. a couple notes, bro. The names of God are often applied to Jesus. He is called the Mighty God. Yes. The Everlasting Father. Yep. And Emmanuel.
2: Which means? God with us.
0: Hello. What else do we want? He's called the Lord of our righteousness. Right. He's called God. Son of God.
2: And wouldn't it not be blasphemy to call any man Lord? Oh, yeah. In that that sense. Big time. Big
0: time. And lastly, I wrote here. The Bible ascribes the characteristics of deity to Jesus Christ. He is described as eternal, omnipresent, omniscient, um, um, omnipotent, and immutable. Yep.
2: So we we weren't too hard on the globalist in this podcast.
0: Brother. No, we took a break. We took a
2: break, but... We have good
0: content. So oh yeah, yeah. We needed to address these the yeah news These things. That we there, need. There's to, a lot of things happening. Yes. While a lot of other things were happening. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, we got. We got to live life, folks. We got to not. We don't get tunnel vision. We got to live life. And we got to take care of our families, and we got to take care of our business. We got. We got to support our churches. If if you go to church, and we've got to do the normal things of life, even in the midst of. These this situation that we're in right now. That's right. And uh, so uh, let's try not to lose our minds in a deep chasm that we can't get out of. And uh, yeah. let's try to try to keep things on an even kill. Good stuff. All right. Other than that,
0: I think we're done.
2: I think. And we're before
0: done. we close, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow the brain slash the trail thinker, he has his own YouTube channel. Go subscribe. He got, he's got a lot of good stuff in there, a lot of good videos, a lot of good information. Uh, and guess what? You can ask him questions. You can make comments in there. And uh, also, again, we've been talking about we're going to move forward, just adding more content. And we're going to try to get a web page done. Uh, there's a lot of things happening. Actually, I won't go into detail because a lot of things happening from now to the end of the year, right brother? There is. And uh, Mm -hmm. things are gonna change a
2: little bit,
0: but they're not gonna change, so.
2: We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep keep going. going. So, uh, other than that brother, I wanted to
0: mention that, so that people can go and uh, subscribe to your channel. And, uh, but I gonna close it out
2: remember to keep your mind sharp and your heart pure and we'll see you next podcast we'll
0: catch you on the flip side
2: you have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic
1: Podcast
0: hey there ladies and gentlemen we want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast it's a blessing to have you we hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives, that uh, they uh, put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well, and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. Uh, also, we want to just thank uh, our church, uh, our friends, and uh, the men's study that we have, that we continue to be encouraged about. I want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us and uh, it's a blessing to have them in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast that uh, we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you.